Drinking with Authors contains adult themes and subjects, including discussions involving alcohol. We ask if you are drinking along to please drink and listen responsibly. Enjoy the show. Return what you have stolen from me. Return the map. It will bring you great danger. Stop now. That can be only one. Okay. <laughs> you know, we were just we were just talking. We were just talking last night about how could you follow up that line? There can be only one. It's like there can be only one, and it's me. <laughs> in, in an Elmo voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so there can I, be only one. And it's I know me. our podcast consigliere has already started recording us. So welcome to Literary <laughs> Briefs with Amanda Bird. So you know what the funny thing about that was is that if you're going to make something that says you can be only one, don't follow it up with "just kidding." In case there were people in cages or caves, or oh wait, we forgot this other person that qualifies. So yeah. let's make sequels. If you're going to do that, you're yeah, making that's, that's a pretty grandiose statement. You know, yeah. there we forgot what one. it did to Gollum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Precious. Okay. Welcome to Literary Briefs. I'm your host, Erica Lance. And I'm Austin Scott Collins. And our guest today is Amanda Bird, who is, what? what is happening? Is there when something? you said welcome, it was super loud. No? Welcome. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. What's adjust, the matter with you? you should, it's, <laughs> it's, we don't have enough podcasts. We don't, we don't have enough alcohol. Yeah, do you want that alphabetically or in order of importance? Yes, because in order um, of importance, there's a list. Okay, so. Let's go alphabetically. Um, Amanda Bird uh, was our guest last week, and she informed us. We're still alive, by the way, which is impressive. Um, but this is literary brief, so we're going to ask some rapid fire questions in a non rapid fire way. But Shit. the first one is, <laughs> what is your favorite book? Dexter. No, that's not actually a book. that's fuck. a series. Actually, no. The, well, okay, fine. Uh, Red Dragon, Hannibal, uh, in the Hannibal series by Thomas Harris. Okay, so that was not Dexter. So she lied to begin with. Well, this is an off to just, good start. No. So, what is sorry. your least favorite book of all time? <laughs> um, I have a series and then a single book. Can I do that? You can. It's your podcast. You can do. How far into you want. a series did you get before discovering? I read the whole fucking it. series. And then, and then you figured out at the end that you hated it. Yes, because <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was on the author's part or on the publisher's part, but the same exact chapter was throughout all seven books in the series. Wait, what? Yeah, Wizards of the Coast decided they were going to put when it was Wizards of the Coast before it became Hasbro and Tor and whatever the fuck else it is now. Um, the same exact chapter in every book. Yeah, Elaine Cunningham. I cannot remember the name of the series. I bought all seven books, and the same exact chapter was in damn near every single book, at least the first three books. The same exact chapter, word for word. And it was the same chapter number and everything. Nobody caught just, that? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just baffled, and I spent money on this. Why? I mean, we all have typos. Like, nobody's perfect, even no matter how many I don't think entire chapter. That's what I'm saying. Like, books, I did you say seven books? It was a seven-book series, yeah. And you read all seven of them? Yes. Because at, that at the point, end of the seventh made, book, you said, I hate this. Well, it was like it was like watching the TV series Pretty Little Liars. It just became such a fucking train wreck, but I had to know how it ended. So well, I, I, that's something I against Sarah Shepard, because I've never read the books. It was about the TV series, which Laurel is K. different. Hamilton who um, I would love to have on the show at some point, so if you do hear us, I, I do appreciate you, wrote this series, which was the Anita Blake series. And the I've first heard amazing things a, about that. Yeah, but you got to stop. It, it got terrible. That was the one that said wound 13 times in one chapter. It was it got wow. terrible at a certain point that I was like, oh, my God, but I'm, I'm what I call pot committed. It's a, a, a 
poker term when you put enough money in the pot that you're just going to ride this bad boy through to the end. Yes. And uh, see, I don't do know, that. If, if I'm not enjoying a book or a series, I just stop. I well, actually started reading Rachel Hollis. Thank you for being fucking logical about that. <laughs> right? Sorry, Nobody know. needs that shit. You're okay, bad what influence. Is the, what is the book that you hate besides that series? Uh, the other one I, I absolutely can't fucking stand and cannot believe I watched the movie and bought the book. Um, I watched the movie first, in all fairness, and then decided, let me read the book to see if it's different because the book's generally different, right? No. Thomas Harris, Hannibal Rising. It's like six hours of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah, no, she looks really pissed off about that. Fucking we terrible. About that in the previous like, podcast. there's actually four books in the Hannibal series, and most people don't realize it. There's also like five movies in a TV series. People don't realize because there's actually the TV a movie. series was fucking amazing. Yes, Brian Fuller, if you're listening, can you please? <laughs> I'm begging you. Like, I would get down on my knees in front of you and kiss your fucking feet if you could bring that back. Just the feet. Yeah, I was wondering where that was going. I would do yes, a lot of okay. unnamed things. How about that? Like, I, wow. Um, yes, I, I need Maz Mickelson on TV weekly back in my life as Hannibal Lecter. Um, Eddie Izzard. Izzard. Eddie Izzard was fucking oh. amazing in that. But and I mean, seriously, the man's down to like zero legs and an arm. Okay, so rapid fire questions. Rapid fire. Okay, so tell me about what do you like to write? What is the kind of scene, the kind of material that you really enjoy writing, that you feel like you're, you're good at, that comes easy? I'm really good at action scenes and dialogue. Yeah. Like, I can make conversations come off stupid natural, like you're the one in the middle of the conversation with the characters. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah. And opposite, what do you... What do you hate to write? What, what do you, do you not, suck at writing? What do you? I was gonna <laughs> say. What do, you, what do you struggle with? Is what copy. I was gonna say, Erica. Sales copy, <laughs> blurbs, descriptions. It's all the same fucking thing. Um, yeah, no, it's it's bad. That's why I said I pay somebody to do it for me. I can't. It got to the um, like the words, one on the on the whole words got to come out of your mouth. The, pa- the one on the paperback now, and the one that's currently on the Amazon uh, sales page is is being changed. I do have it. I won't read it out loud until it's fully finished because I feel like that would be disrespecting the person who's working on it. And we're still handling that as well as the new book. I just threw up some sentences while it's on pre-order because I wanted the link to throw into the back of the Kindle version and the back of other e-versions. What inspired you as a kid to decide to write? It wasn't as a kid. I actually was in my... No, you said this already. So you were were writing for an auto... Yeah. Place and hold on, going back in time. I have a drunk gnome that runs around in my head with post-its. That's just what I one. decided my memory. No, it's one. And sometimes <laughs> he doesn't wake up. Um, so pretty sure it's more than one. <laughs> it's not more than one. It's I've an been, army of gnomes. It's an army of gnomes. It's really funny because when I can't remember something, I sit there and I'm like, wake up, wake up. Um, but what penguins. finally? I know you talked about <laughs> people squirrels. that inspired you, but penguin gnomes. What was what was the actual first thing you wrote? It was to try out, basically, for the the blog and stuff. They asked me to redo an entire product page that was... No, I meant fiction. I'm sorry. Nobody oh, gives a shit about cars. Fiction was... That is that is Fiction was my first statement. novel. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we all make sure our cars are running you know if this, we have to drive like them. people like cars, Erica. Yeah, I, I love my SUV, but when the lease is up in two years, I will probably maybe get something else because I would like something with four by four, especially if I'm going to be living in a, a state with mountains and trails and stuff. 
Yeah, which Florida doesn't have mountains. Just let me re-clarify that, even though it's on the seal of Florida. Fucking peninsula full of sand. My garden this is malarial full of sand. swamp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheers. I don't want malaria, so we stay in the house all fucking day long. Because the humidity level is just gross. So almost every day. You write horror and you write uh, sort of paranormal and stuff like that, because you've written vampires and stuff. Yes. Is there anything that you feel like you are not... Um, you are not comfortable writing that if somebody came to you and said, Hey, I want you to write this novel that you'd be like, uh, I'm going to hard pass on that. So I haven't hard passed on it, but when I said I, I have a friend, um, on the podcast, I, I have a friend I have to work with on writing a novel. Um, this is a long dramatic pause. So I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to, <laughs> how to word this. This is um, visual, so just in This case is where people think that, you know, they're having a problem with their audio system and they start like adjusting knobs. <laughs> exactly. A friend of mine asked me to loosely, very, very loosely base a lesbian character on them. And I know I need to spend a lot of time to do with my friend to, to do this character any justice. And I don't, I don't want to, we were actually joking. Um, my friend's like, yeah, it's a hate crime if you say this, but it's not if you say that. And I'm like, well, that's fucked up either way. I'm probably not going to say either thing. But at the same time, it's like, well, how? I'm a straight person. Can I get away with killing a gay person? So like, what you're is, saying is, is you need okay to do some lesbian all? research. I, I think you need to go um, lesbian. Not in the way you're thinking, but yes. <laughs> Not in the way you're thinking either, but yes. Um, I just I, I just to want s- to point out the way we think. Yeah, you guys are definitely <laughs> allows thinking us the to same. immerse ourselves um, in the particular topic. By the way, I, we don't I, think you should kill people to research your serial killer book. Uh, maybe. Well, that, just, that like, remains to be seen. I think it depends on the reason. Do you think you could kill somebody? Maybe. I mean, if I'm put in that situation. You, do you think Everybody's it would be got like a, dark a crime side, right? of like instant? But do you think you could actually plan out? I mean, it's thirteen reasons. Amanda's for like, murder. oh, I, I had, I have never. I mean, I could never. I mean, do you I, see the look on I my mean, face? I'm like, is I this a never. challenge? Well, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a challenge. Like, I, I joke, and I, I'm going to say this on the podcast for Honestly, the record, I don't, and then I can I don't pull know it into evidence in the future. <laughs> like, I watch Snapped and a lot of these other TV shows and documentaries, and I think to myself, if I wanted to go a little bit more dark side than I am for the record. I'm squarely in the dark side, but, um, if I did, we have cookies on the dark side. Yeah, no, we don't. That's a lie. And alcohol. Yeah. We I'll do make have the alcohol co- on the dark side. I will make the cookies. <laughs> she's, she's got a heavy hand, so you yeah. can just go to her for the alcohol. But if you, um, think about it, the act, like the logical act of killing somebody and getting away with a murder, if you're intelligent enough and you do it the right way, there is a methodology to which you could kill somebody. Have you, I'm not saying you want to kill somebody, but have you thought about that? Because when you're putting together a book about a serial killer getting away with murder. Are, are you okay, Erica? Do you no, need no. I, I've been drinking a lot today. I'm just curious because I promise I'm not killing anybody. Too. I will stay in my home. Yeah, and my sometimes you, you in a lot, a lot more right? depth. Yeah, and in a lot more depth than what Erica's getting to. Um, so like hypothetically, uh, what type of plastic honestly, sheeting I've, should I I've buy? I've legitimately <laughs> thought about it and I've, I've spent like a lot of time thinking like, okay, Okay, could I? Maybe. 
But what I feel guilty about it afterwards, absolutely. I'm a little bit too empathetic for that. Like I, I'm like borderline empath, which is probably another reason why I'm a fucking hermit. And I really just don't like leaving my house. I also don't like having more than like eight friends at once because I feel like it's too much sometimes. I got a question because, you know. I'm kidding. It's really not eight yeah, friends. Yeah, I was going to say there's, there's got to be a way lot more, more than eight friends. Yeah, like le- actual <laughs> friends that I can talk to. Yes. Um, so have you there's more than that. ever talked to somebody who's killed somebody? I have not, though Jason, my editor, blurb writer, whatever you want to call him, um, he actually, before he read the the first book, because that's how you know he needs to know the story before he can write a blurb versus some people who can just get like a summary and write the blurb that way. Um, he's like, have you, he comes from a, a huge editing background, um, it started with newspapers and such different editorials and, and things like that. So he's like, have you, have you thought about interviewing a serial killer or at least a murderer? And I'm like, how the fuck do I get the press pass to do that? Cause that honestly, I would find that intriguing depending on who I'm talking we, to. We know people. We do. I mean, I, I would I think, think, think that's of really three cool. People like off the top of my head. Who, oh my goodness. That, I can think but, of at least one that we all know. Yeah. But I she's think, got press passes. She does. But I think that, you know, it's a whole, but to actually talk to a killer, I think I'd just be like, the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe you're talking to one now. Have you thought of that? Did you know, actually? Um, <laughs> I have told you like a hundred times not to admit shit you've done on this podcast. Like, yeah, it's immortalized, It's just bro. a fun, wacky hypothetical. What are you talking uh-huh. about? <laughs> Trish, we're sorry your husband got arrested. Um, really? I, I mean, he, you know what's interesting? You're supposed to plead the fifth, damn I it. actually wrote an article I, for I plead the second. No. I refuse to quarter troops in my home. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I um, actually wrote an article for a newspaper that said... um, uh, What, do I have that wrong? Yeah, you do. I always get them out of order. This is why... This is literally. Was it something we, about like interstate commerce? Maybe I don't know. This is why we can't have nice <laughs> I'm pretty things. Sure that's like a fifteenth or sixteenth <laughs> amendment to the Florida Constitution. Just, let's make that clear. No, that's that, the one that says that the pigs have to have enough room to turn around. I thought that was the first Florida State Amendment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I won't leave the fucking room right now. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. But you know what's interesting is I wrote an article for a paper a long time ago called um, in, uh, Guilty by Reason of Insanity because more and more insanity pleas don't actually work in states. Like you can't say nope. you're insane because obviously to commit almost any crime, there is a degree of crazy attached to committing a crime. Like if you do something that violates most laws, there's a degree of crazy. Obviously, we can get into a long debate about what the laws are, but it's interesting because this came up in the case of the woman who killed her five children. I don't know if you remember her yes. in Texas where she drowned her five kids. And then and, she and tried she to play it out. Yeah. The de- no, she said the devil made her do it. Yeah. And she was suffering from postpartum depression and a whole thing and trying to go by the reason of insanity. So you look at somebody who plot outs to murder somebody because... Really, a serial killer needs to be defined as somebody who goes out of their way to plot out to kill somebody in a methodology kind of fashion. It's not just... I actually posted the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. Um, like, Psychology Today has it. You can just Google it, and it's it's everywhere. Um, there's 
There's actually not much of a difference. Uh, the big difference is the sense of remorse. The psychopath the hangs down from the roof of the cave. Yeah, <laughs> where the other one rises from the if dirt of the cave on the floor. Stalagmites and stalactites. Whatever conversation. <laughs> not interesting. Like Stop the, cheering. The cherubim that. and the seraphim. Can you seriously? <laughs> Drow live where the stalagmites, inside stalactites, actually. It's interesting is that if we want to consider and put a human norm, I don't care. It's your podcast. But there's no norm. That's the thing. Like, it's 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 public perception. Is norm not here? And that's the thing that needs to be changed. Well, you just norm our guest next week? I swear to God I'm coming on. (laughs) I'm not even looking at him at this point. I wouldn't look at him at this point. But if you take Dexter, who was one of the... He knew the difference between right and wrong. Well, it's not that But he, he had a code. There was difference. a difference. Yeah. He did. He but knew killing was wrong, but he did it anyway because of... he killed what bad he guys. Right. He had so his code. we're taking your empathic nature, hypothetically... Like, But he felt no remorse for killing I people. I have a friend that we've joked that if I was... If either one of us were given a death sentence, like we had a disease and we were going to die... How do we want to go out? Well, I will take as many of these people that have been in the news that have gotten away with things that they shouldn't have gotten away with, you know, to heart. So my question is, you talk about, you know, plotting the demise of a person. It's one thing if it's somebody that you don't attribute to an evil factor. When you're looking at your book, because I haven't had the chance to read it yet. We, we haven't had the chance to read it, but you've gifted us with a copy. So obviously we'll be reading and reviewing it. By the way, review author's books. It is very, very it's, important to yes. us to hear feedback. And don't just go, it was cool. Um, but Elise Kova actually sent out a really, really good email. I, I subscribe to her email list and a few other authors just because it's good for me to know mine. Uh, like to things to put in mine. And she actually has... Um, three reasons or three three things to put three imperative things to put in your reviews just don't make them like stupid long don't nobody's gonna read a thousand word book review on amazon we like as a reader coming from a reader perspective i'm looking for a short paragraph on what was good what was bad uh you know what would you change why did you give it the rating you gave it you know what austin actually wrote seven points to giving a book review that is amazing. So if you Ooh. haven't had a chance, I'm going to do Sam Yourself promotion for Austin. If you yes, follow AustinScottCollins.com and you subscribe to his news, he has this is article that, that was word? written a couple of years ago, but it's about the seven points to review on a book. But my question, back to my drunken gnome's awake because <laughs> I've been having a lot to drink. The squirrels and the penguins. Yes, they're all awake. Do you think you could kill somebody who did a bad thing? Someone who... A child molester, absolutely, absolutely. A child molester, um, a spouse abuser, um, someone who fucks with the innocent. Uh, there's that new documentary on Netflix, something about don't fuck with cats. I haven't watched it. I won't watch it because I cannot. It's actually that's, fucking that's, amazing. I've that's a big fucking it. trigger thing for me. Yeah, yeah a, fr- like a friend I, of mine just watched it. that and said it was it was incredible. Right? It's incredible. I want to watch it. I really intense. do. I hear it's great. I just I I don't. I'm just That's gonna let you for know me, that like, the whole point of it is that he actually ended up killing a person. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured that would was where that went. And if I'm not mistaken, I remember the headlines on it, but don't fuck with the innocent, don't fuck with the elderly. I mean, unless they're and even then, like what did they do throughout their life that you're gonna fuck with them? Like uh the Dean Koontz Nameless series, uh there's a a nurse and the doctor who runs the convalescent home that's like basically just like a golf club, an upscale golf club. 
for retirees, assisted living, blah, blah, blah. They, um, the doctor and the nurse, oh, spoiler alert. Fuck, I forgot about that. You know what? Never mind. Just read the Nameless series. I don't even remember what book it is. But, like, I don't... I I absolutely probably would not feel guilty about killing someone who fucks with the innocents, whether it's children, animals, elderly, anyone who can't defend themselves, specifically, you know, people who have some kind of mental incapacity. I don't like to say mental illness because I think that gives a stigma. Incapacity is a little bit different. It's the same thing, but... You you say that, but it's interesting as we divert. This is the fun part about the rapid fire As a psych student, I I am determined to change the word mental illness. You know what, though? It's interesting you say that. But I can't figure out what. But saying a mental illness, the thing that it does is anytime somebody has something that prohibits them from functioning whatever level somebody says is normal i don't think mental illness is bad i think putting a stigma around illness of any kind is bad so i don't think saying the word illness is incorrect i think putting any sort of stigma that they can't function as a normal person but we're not going down that path so my question is you You literally just said that you could kill somebody do you think you could could actually do that um i'd have to get worked up enough about it but yeah (laughs) Do you think you could kill somebody, Austin? Like, I don't think I could just wake up and be like, oh, you're a child molester. I'm going to kill you. Uh, You know, people who use apostrophes to pluralize, yes. (laughs) You know, there are grammar grammar (laughs) Nazis orgasming right now over what you just said. Okay, so Amanda. Erica's not one of them. Amanda. (laughs) I know you're a pantser. Totally. You're a total pantser. You go around pantsing people on the street. No. That would um, be hilarious, but I'm pretty sure it's considered public indecency. But hey, I'm not (laughs) the one getting the fine for it. So (gasps) good idea gone wrong. Yes. Sweet. So tell us about your your storytelling technique, right? Because you it's semi improvisational, right? So how do you how do you make it work? It does its thing, it flows. And if this if if a paragraph doesn't sound right, if a sentence doesn't sound right, I will sit there and stare at it and be like, I fucking hate the sentence, I need Mm -hmm. to change it. And I will talk to my computer, well, myself, my computer screen, whatever. But I will figure out a way to change it. Or if I can't figure out a way right then, I will highlight it, note it, mark it. And I'm talking sticky note above my head, note it in my planner. Um, Like I'm a fucking lunatic. If If there's something I don't like about the book, I will note it in like seven or eight different places just to make sure that I know I changed it. But you are very driven by what your characters tell you. Yes. Which is one thing because when we were Yeah, my the, characters definitely tell me what they're doing. We like were on I a can't panel together. But I can't change their behavior. Yeah. They are, I'm gonna do this, fuck you. Sometimes I do need to actually beat them into submission. Now mind you, this is all like a mental battle. Sometimes they do need to be beaten into submission. Brittany refuses. She's worse. I think the panel we did was Dr. Miranda Van Wolf, yeah. and she was the the character that wasn't taking anybody's shit, including mine. Um, but then I forced her to, and it actually didn't turn, in my opinion, it didn't turn out that well, though there are readers who absolutely loved it. There's there's one who actually uh, sent me a Facebook message and said, hey, can I use Dr. Miranda Van Wolf as a living god in my D&D campaign when I deployed a Poland? And I was like, fuck yes, go right <laughs> ahead. Like, 
And he's like, well, I need you to choose her classes. And I'm like, send me the chart. No problem. So he's he's very accommodating. I have to say, that's a very accommodating and indulgent thing to do. It's the first time I've ever been asked something super cool like that. So I'm like, fuck yes, use her in D&D. You're going to get flooded with these requests now, you know. Maybe. For the record, if you want to. He's got written permission to do role playing characters based on. I mean, seriously, if you've read Brittany Cage and you want to use her in your D&D campaign, hit me up. (laughs) I I don't know if I can allow anything other than D&D. But we'll figure it out. Okay, first of all, there are many role playing games. I'm and a geek, an epic nerd. I That's need why you I said D and D. No, D and D is not the only one out there. I know. I just specified D and D. Listen, if we get a bunch of comments from raging people gamers who are like, whatever, just hit me up. <laughs> email Amanda at Amanda Dashboard.com. If you have any RPG character, yeah, email me, Facebook, Instagram, message me. I'm down. Hit me up if your request isn't completely ludicrous. I will entertain it. You know, I think if it's ludicrous, you should entertain it. If anyway. it's if it's ludicrous, move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah. Yep, if I will it, totally if entertain it's ludicrous, you. Then tell us all about it on the next podcast. Oh, fuck <laughs> yes, totally. The next podcast may or may not be like. Or the phone or Skype or something. We'll figure it oh. out. We'll, we'll come to I'm, you. I'm we'll planning to... Back. We'll go yeah. to Tennessee. Yeah, Fuck you're, yes. You're going to be up in the mountains. So. Uh, are you going to have a compound? I would like to have a compound. Yes, Can I just you get can't off the compound thing? I can't afford one right now. Like a compound would be nice. I'm not a prepper. Let's just clarify that. But I do think... Fuck, Brittany said that too. Damn it. Um, she is you. We no, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I do... I, uh, back to the questions. So, what do you mean? <laughs> back feel to like, the questions. I feel Where like the I didn't fully answer the last one. I, I don't think... even know what the last question was. Well, the last question was we we're asking about your storytelling process. Oh. Yeah. Right? So it just it's just like me. It's kind of random. It just comes out, <laughs> and if it if it doesn't flow, then I get mad and I I change it. You know. Sometimes so you, I will cuss out a sentence or an entire paragraph or a whole fucking chapter and hit the delete button. Do you think most of it, it happens up front, or does most it of just, it happen it just, in revision? Up front, definitely up front. Because mm-hmm. when I go through revision, I'm just like, "All right, cool." And honestly, I'm I've I think I've kind of reached a point where I don't necessarily need a full revision, where I'm like, "Okay, yeah, draft one." No, draft one goes right to the proofreader, and the and and Jason. And if if Jason, in his professional opinion, has input, he will be like, "You should." Probably not do that. Or my my proofreaders like, um, that doesn't make any sense. Change it, reword it, it uh, flow issues. And it's weird because she's a proofreader, but she's like, yeah, I'll. Um, no. She makes different notes about flow and story and such. So, so I consider her we need an to editor. Throw your hubby in here. <laughs> he doesn't read. <laughs> I'm, I married a non-reader, and it's funny because now all I do is joke about. The fuck did I marry? Like you don't read books. What's wrong with you? But he video games. So I've gotten into different RPG video games. Like right now, if you fuck with me while I'm playing Kingdom Hearts three, we may or may not have a fight, which is why I'm not giving out my Xbox gamer tag. What is your Xbox gamer tag? I'll tell you in private. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she could get me. Well, no, it's it depends on the level of drinking. I'll give out. I don't have an Xbox gamer tag. I do have a PS4 gamer tag, though. P- yeah, PlayStation's on the list, but I need a backwards compatible because I do play Fatal Frame. See? Which is a super crazy horror full, story. Full nerd. Did you see that full nerd? Yeah, and you notice I'm glazing over at this point. Yeah, I can yeah. tell. You know what the thing is? It's, it's like, like never go full Britney and shave your head, but <laughs> I don't know. My hair weighs like 10 pounds. I might just to start over again. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our story, heavy. story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we are near the end of our literary briefs. We need your shameless self-promotion. How the fuck do people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Amanda underscore bird underscore author. That's bird with a Y. <laughs> I was going to be nice about it and not say it. Um, you know, the terrible part is I never really know my my social whatevers. You can find me on BookBub. I forgot to mention that in the podcast. BookBub, Amanda Bird, uh, Facebook author Amanda Bird, and Goodreads Amanda Bird. Um, my default picture currently will most likely be changed from something fun that may have been filmed today, that may have been taken today, if I deem appropriate. Uh, oh, God, my current judging default our picture. Podcast. She's, she's not talking about the podcast. She... <laughs> it's, it's, if I like the photo enough, like currently my my <laughs> default photo is like a bathroom selfie from... What do you mean? It? Whoa, whoa, whoa. From 2018 whoa. From, from... Were you out from the Spooky toilet? Empire? Oh. No, no, no. I was just in the bathroom. I had just gotten done doing my makeup and I was I put my teeth in and my lipstick on and I was like, oh, it's a fucking wait, great wait. picture. You need to clarify. My your teeth, teeth because I was I was cosplaying Dr. Miranda Van Wolf, so I had vampire teeth. Okay, um, I was gonna say I still actually, have those teeth, actually. How's a They're full a mouth bitch of to teeth. talk in. I yeah. just put my teeth in, I'd put my nose on, I'd installed both of my eyes. <laughs> oh, see that would be amazing because I have an astigmatism in both eyes. That'd be fucking I mean, actually, that's what I say about putting my contacts in. I put my eyes in. I frequently walk out of my bedroom without putting my glasses on, too. And I think I can see until I get downstairs. And I'm like, fuck, it's all blurry. Um, so, yeah, Goodreads, Facebook, just Amanda Bird. Okay. And, and send me a series, message. I'm totally responsive. She is very responsive, including if you want to have her RPG character. It's 13 Reasons <laughs> for Murder. The first book is Politeness Kills. The second book is? Meathead, due for release January 26. 6th, 2018. You should definitely follow up with her. And you this... can follow me on Amazon too. I totally forgot about that. I have an author profile you can follow. Unlike some other authors I know that don't have Amazon profiles, which is kind of ridiculous. Well, you're talking to two that absolutely do. So this is Erica Lance and Austin Scott Collins. And thank you for being here with us at Drinking with Authors Literary Briefs. You can find us on Twitter and at Drinking W Authors and Instagram with Drinking with Authors and Facebook at Drinking with Authors. Please feel free to DM us any questions and thank you for listening. 